Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with David Schnurman, the founder and CEO of Lawline, a leading provider of continuing legal education and the author of The Fast Forward Mindset. How to be fearless and focused to accelerate your success. David, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic, Ari. That was a great intro and I really love the energy. So thank you for starting us off in the right foot. I'm excited to share. I don't want to say what time it is in the morning for you, for anybody. (laughs) David, tell us about your background and your role at Lawline. So I started Lawline, I think it's about 12 years ago now, in law school. I essentially took an idea that my dad had tried six years earlier, but never really was able to get it to where he wanted to, and turned it into the largest provider of online continuing legal education in the country. We have an amazing team of about 25 people in the New York office. I've been doing that for about 12 years. So I had the privilege of featuring you and your dad in my first book, The Opportunity Maker, and I'm so excited to speak about your book today. What inspired you to write The Fast Forward Mindset? I myself, and I'm sure you're similar, I am what I call a Shah, a self-help addict. So I've been reading self-improvement books and business books since high school. As far as I can remember, I go from one book to the next book, and I can tell you There's maybe a handful of books, but I've gotten more ROI from a $15 purchase of a book than I have from any coaches, from any person, from any courses in my entire life. And because I get such value from books that have changed my life, I have this burning desire, and I've always had it since I started True NYC, starting interviewing entrepreneurs, to share whatever knowledge I have gained with others. And because I think a book is the best way to get, it's very difficult to get that million readers to get it. But it's certainly, if you can get that formula right, you can really put it out there in a really well thought out way. So that is why I couldn't stop myself if I wanted to. So I've always wanted to write a book and I'm just glad I was able to get my first book out. Why is it called the fast forward mindset? I just turned 42, but when I started the book, I was 40. Many of us, or almost all of us, have this vision in our head of who we think who we are, who we want to be, and the impact that we're going to have versus the reality that we're in right now. And so the fast forward mindset is how to go from where you are and fast forward to where you want to be. And essentially, it's focused on the impact that you can have. So it's how to be more fearless and focused to fast forward your impact on the world around you. And ultimately, my biggest fear when writing the book and putting it all together, the research and all my background was that after a certain amount of success, you hit your comfort zone in life and essentially coast on that comfort zone for the next 30 years, which is good life potentially. But if you really want to have a bigger impact on the world around you, it's about how do you get out of your comfort zone again and again, and how do you stay out longer in order to grow? And so that's why it's called the fast forward mindset. In the book, you give a lot of instructions, a lot of practical guidance. What is the three-step fast-forward mindset framework? So being a purveyor of reading lots of books, I wanted to leave people with something that was easy to copy and use in addition to combining a lot of my stories throughout. So it was, I guess, interesting to read. 
So I ended up putting together three steps on how to get out of your comfort zone and stay out longer. So step one is taking action to get out of your comfort zone. And I go through four strategies to do that. And what happens is generally once you get out of your comfort zone, let's say you move to a different country, you sign up for the Ironman, you start a podcast, you quit your job, you start a new business. Usually very soon thereafter, you start freaking out and saying, oh my God, why did I do this? I can't believe I'm going to do the Ironman. <laughs> why am I doing this podcast? I don't even know where it's going. And you have this emotional reaction to want to go back into your comfort zone. And step two is to nip fear in the bud. And nip is an acronym for saying you're not alone and, and knowing you'll get through it. And so there's the mental strategies to prevent yourself from falling back into your comfort zone. And that's essentially very typical for most entrepreneurs. We take a lot of action without knowing exactly where it's going to end up, which is par for the course. The third part is nipping fear in the bud will only get you so far as it did for me and my business. At some point, you really want to have a true impact on the world around you. You need focus and you need long-lasting focus. So step three is finding your focus. And I go over three basic ways to find your focus so you can stay out of your comfort zone longer because there's only so much you can just shoot off the hip if you really want to build a great business, to travel around the world with your children, to do a long-lasting podcast, to write many books. It just takes that kind of focus. And I hope I show really interesting and easy ways to do that. And somebody just said to me who read the book, your book is like 12 self-help books combined into one with dynamic stories surrounding it. And that's what I was trying to do. What gratifying feedback. I always say to my coaching clients that you're not trying to push a boulder up a hill. You're much more trying to just flick a marble across a table. You're just trying to generate small wins, really be consistent and let that carry you forward. So I like what, that. what was the most impactful lesson that you share in the book? I'd say one in the beginning and one at the end, but I'll start with the one in the beginning. It's literally the first couple of pages because I know a lot of people read free samples. So my thought was, even if you only have a few minutes to read it, I wanted you to walk away with something. And the most impactful lesson was in order to get out of your comfort zone more and take more actions, you have to not label the action that you take as good or bad. Because as soon as you label it as good or bad, you're going to be afraid to do it. So if signing up for the Ironman, you're afraid you might get injured, might really hurt yourself, or you might actually look like a failure in front of people, or you might start it and stop halfway or, or whatever the 10 other things, you might not have time to train for it. And I say that because Ari is an Ironman guy. Iron is, Man, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> so the, all those are bad things. But if you don't label any of those things as bad and say, well, it is what it is, you're more likely to do more. And there's a story that I share in the book and it's a long story. I'm not going to share it now. Essentially, the phrase that you say to yourself in order to never label something is good thing, bad thing, who knows? And that's really the secret that I found to gaining as much experience as possible. And fast forwarding your impact is also fast forwarding your experience. I have repeated that to myself a number of times, you should know. So thanks for sharing that. Fantastic. What was the life-changing conversation you had with your dad the day you turned 40? We were sitting on my back deck in my house and I'm essentially talking to my dad. So ultimately what you should know about me, I'm my biggest critic, as many of us are. And so many times I wake up in the day and I say to myself, for whatever reason, I'm a failure or I'm hard on myself. Whether I said I'd work out that day and I didn't, 
or I thought our business would be twice as big and it's not. I thought the book would be better. And so I'm constantly just hard on myself. And I just said to my dad, I'm just sick of freaking being hard on myself and calling myself a failure. And he looked at me and he said to me, he's like, Dave, you don't realize how good you are. And I heard him, but I kind of didn't hear him. And as he was saying that, it became clear to me, I had the same conversation with my wife about a month before where she was hard on herself. And I literally said the same thing. And I realized a lot of the frustration that I was having at that moment was not about that I wanted to have more fame or notoriety or bigger business because I felt really satisfied where I was. And I realized the issue that I was really letting out in this way was I wanted to have a bigger impact on the world around me and I wanted to do it faster. And that was where the light bulb for the fast forward mindset came in and I said, well, how can I fast forward my impact now so I don't have to say, oh, in 20 years it will happen. And after doing all this research and looking at my 11 years of journals, because I journal every single day, I had a lot of themes that came together and I realized the two biggest things holding me back was lack of confidence in myself and lack of focus. So what I decided to do was set out a framework for myself because I wanted to be my first customer. And if I felt I was able to get momentum from doing it for myself, then I knew it was something I could share with others. And ever since I started implementing the fast forward mindset for myself, my life has changed dramatically. What's the 30-day challenge you mentioned in your book? The other thing I wanted to leave people with was a true, clear action step. And I love 30-day challenges because they're only 30 days. And I've done many different 30-day challenges. And essentially, the 30-day challenge is a challenge that you can do for the rest of your life. And I actually do them publicly. I have a Facebook group where I and a couple other people share our daily 30-day challenge. And it's very simple. Essentially, I want you to come up with a goal or commitment, either an action you want to take or an outcome that you want to have within 30 days. Maybe it's writing the first 10,000 pages of your book. Maybe it's training for a 5K, whatever it is, something small. And there's a form that you fill out that can help you figure out what that goal is. And there's three things that you need to do every day. I don't care if you do nothing for the goal, but you've got to do these three things every day for 30 days. You've got to write down on a journal or an email or whatever you want to do, but write it down and answer these three questions. What actions did I take yesterday? What is my number one fear today? Because it can change daily. Maybe I'm not going to finish the 5K or I don't care to do it or I don't have what it takes. And then the third one is, what is my focus for tomorrow? And every day you just write that down for 30 days and it brings a presence. And what happens is, you can probably do five, six, seven, eight 30 day challenges a year because maybe you do one, you take a week or two off, and you move on to the next one. Because I wanted the fast forward mindset to both be a 30,000 foot view, but also the 500 foot view to actually take tactical steps and make things happen. And I do it, and other people do it, and it is life changing. One of the things I really like about this book is how practical it is. So as you were speaking, I turned to page 151, where I have the 30-day challenge, and I look at the fast-forward mindset that you set, and I am thinking to myself, what is my 30-day challenge? And I love that. What does it mean to live the fast-forward mindset? For me and in the book, it's not about what you achieve, what you gain, 
It's not about how many wins you have, how many accomplishments you have. Those are just outcomes. The fast forward mindset means to live as fearless and as focused as you can day in and day out. So in 20 years from now or 10 years from now, five years from now, when you look back, you don't have any regrets. Not regrets of what you should have had because not everything comes in the time frame you expect it to. But when you think about the effort that you put in, you don't have regrets because you know you are as fearless and focused. And that's what the fast forward mindset is. There are a lot of entrepreneurs that now listen to this podcast. There are a lot of entrepreneurs in the professional services space, particularly in legal. Tell us about your most challenging point, your lowest point as an entrepreneur. It was after my third CEO in six years. Every two years, the CEO relationship essentially imploded. And they all had different outcomes, but basically all for the same reasons. And it was a lack of trust, a lack of focus, a lack of structure in the relationships between me and the CEO. And obviously as a leader, I had to take accountability. And as the third one I saw was coming to a head, I couldn't take it anymore. It was such a low for me and I didn't know what to do. And so I dove deep into my entrepreneurial community and tried to figure out what the next steps were. And in that point is when I realized we needed help and we ended up hiring a coach, a coach to work with, I say our executive team, we didn't have an executive team at the time. He helped create one to help get me out of that cycle of implosions with COOs. And luckily we worked really hard and really focused a lot. And in four years, we've not had that issue since then, but it was a really low moment for me in the business when I thought I couldn't figure that out. As part of some of your adventures, you have moved your family to Barcelona. Tell us a little bit about that. I believe in terms of fast forwarding your impact, time is the most precious asset that you have. And for me, fast forwarding my impact on the world around me was on my children. I was able to explore because of other people I know who did it. And I just had the opportunity to potentially move to Barcelona and look to see what I can not only expand for my business in Europe, but just travel around Europe and the world. And so when the opportunity presented itself, I looked to the book and I looked to the three steps and I used each step in the book to help me figure out and get through my fears and my comfort zone to move here. And essentially I was trying to eat my own dog food and say, okay, this is something I wanted to do. I'm not sure if I can do, I never thought I would do, but if I know when I look back 20 years and I took this experience, I know I will have no regrets that I did it. Versus if I didn't do it, I know there would be regrets. Do you have suggestions for other entrepreneurs and professionals who are interested in writing a book? It is an amazing thing to do and I plan to do more of it. I'm sure as you know, it gets sort of addicting because there's two parts to it. The first part is it's essentially self-therapy and meditation rolled up in one. You're reflecting on so many different things. Obviously, it depends on the type of book you're writing. Mine was about myself, so that's why. But certainly just being alone for so long, it's a lot of great thinking. And the second part is it's sort of like a marathon. It's really hard, really painful. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. And then when it's done, you're like, you can do that. So first, I would just say, get energized for the experience you're about to have. And then secondly, is I wouldn't worry about getting the entire understanding of what it's going to be about. 
for me, I rewrote the book five times. I would just start writing the stories that you want to put in there in, in bullets. I used to go to Starbucks at five in the morning and just write on pieces of paper, handwrite 30, 40, 50 pages of stories just to get my ideas out there. And then third, I would say get a good editor writing partner to kind of review what you have and help you get through some of the hard times. It's impossible to just do it on your own. There's no question. For me, at least it was. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with David Schnurman, the founder and CEO of Lawline, a leading provider of continuing legal education and the author of The Fast Forward Mindset, How to Be Fearless and Focused to Accelerate Your Success. David, I'm really proud of the launch of this book and I wish you every success. Thank you, Ari, and always thank you for your support and uh, really look forward to the next 20 years of what we can do to help fast forward our impact and the world around us together. Well, I'm going to start with my 30-day challenge. So thank you so much for that. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.